Coming up on our season debut of BYU football with Kalani Sitake, the head coach of the Cougars joins us. Senior captain Fred Warner is with us, and both the coach and Fred are taking your questions. My name is Greg Rubel, and I've got Cougar Nation with me in Studio C. It's a whole new look, and it's going to be a blast. BYU football with Kalani Sitake starts now. Sitake wants no part of the sideline. Look, he'll spin and come back in just to try and run somebody over. Open is Sitake, wide open. Watch Kalani Sataki. What a nice job on Sherrod Newby. BYU wins it for Lavelle Edwards. Kalani Satake as the new football coach at BYU. It's great to be back home. Kick is on its way. It is gone! It is gone! It's the Cougars have it! I'm very lucky to be coaching these young men. Trinneman is there. Makes the catch at the 30. And just like that! Touchdown, Cougars! Take the lead. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake, presented by Ken Garf Aura, with your host, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Is awesome. Wow. What a crowd, what a night for the first time this season and for the first time on BYU TV. Welcome to BYU Football with Kalani Satake, your weekly chance to hear from the coach of the Cougars and ask him questions as we go inside BYU football every Tuesday night. Let's get this season of show started by bringing out the guy we really need out here to get this thing rolling. Let's bring on out the head coach of the Cougars, Kalani Satake. <laughs> Let's hope this chair holds me. It was load tested before the show, so yeah. we're good to go. Well, I'm nervous. I got to hold my stomach in for an hour now. So yeah, you, you and me much. both. You and me both. That's great. How about this? Yeah. Hey, thank you for showing up. I thought it was a family. So I got to ask you, how do you like our new digs? This is really nice. Yeah. I mean, you don't really need my name up there. I've told you we got to change the name of the show, but <laughs> it could be the Fred Warner show this week. Fred is coming up a little later on, and, and, uh, and he will certainly be entertaining for all of us out here in the crowd, around the nation, uh, following on Twitter, wherever you're listening or watching on the apps online. Uh, new digs means uh, more of Cougar Nation here to, uh, to enjoy the show, and what a great crowd we have here on night one. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I love the fans. So, I mean, being a fan myself, you know, um, we can connect. Right? We're all on the same page here. So this and, is your show. That's what the, the new name of the show. Your show, you Kalani Satake, maybe. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and and there, there was no texting or memos sent today. We ended up wearing the same shirt just uh, off of intuition. Yeah. Let's see what Fred wears when he comes out. <laughs> we'll see if we're really together or not. <laughs> well, if you want to be a part of this crowd here in Studio C next week, be sure to request your seats Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Mountain Time. Go to byucougars.com slash Show to put in your request before the link closes. And it can close in a hurry if you don't act fast. We love having so many fans with us here in the studio, but we know that a lot of you out there in Cougar Nation are tuning us in on TV and radio, online and apps, and we want to feature you as part of our show. So if you want to talk to us during the program, questions or comments, 
Use the hashtag Satake Show for your commentary and your questions for the coach and tonight's player guest, Fred Warner. And we'll get to those just a little later on in the program. If you're tuning in from a faraway place, uh, let us know about that as well. Well, Coach, almost uh, four weeks for, uh, since you opened camp, and here we are finally in a game week about five days away from uh, playing. Uh, how did the last month go for you guys? Really well. I mean, the guys worked extremely hard during the summer, and uh, we had a great off-season off conditioning program with Coach Tofisi, and uh, we had a great camp. And so um, I just want to I – th I think I've said it before, that our guys are just sick of hitting each other, so uh, it's time to go and practice and play against somebody else. And uh, it just happens to be this week, and, our, and I think the timing is perfect. We're, we should be hitting on all cylinders by the time we roll on Saturday. Now, when camp opened up to now, what were maybe some areas of progress that you wanted to see that you did see over the last month? I just wanted to see us become more of a co cohesive unit um, in, in all the phases of the game, all three special teams, uh, offense and defense, and uh, just wanted guys to get together and just be around, uh, around each other. And, um, you know, this, our, our focus is being about a family and loving each other, and uh, we're going to win games when it's going to take all three phases and, and, and all 123 bodies. Now, from an NCAA standpoint, they, uh, they mandated no more two-a-days for anybody in the FBS. So, as a result, how did you kind of alter the pace of camp uh, when you guys started in July? Well, we, we kind of did a little bit of that last year. You know, we, we didn't have any uh, true two-a-days and um, just wanted to um, work out. We, we basically committed to the weight room. That's what we, we wanted to do from last year. And we did a similar thing this year. We just... Um, I, don't know, I just think that, uh, you know, we, we said that we're going to be a really strong team and we just happen to play football. So that's that was the goal this this year. And uh, uh, we changed a few things here and there. But um, I think our guys are ready. And, you know, going into the second year, we knew that we had our foundation already set. Um, and so and we had all our coaches back. And so it seems like we could do a few more things that's going to be a little bit different than last year. And hopefully it all works out. You'll be able to see a lot of that and most of it on Saturday. From a personnel standpoint, a pretty healthy camp. Uh, you lose Austin McChesney at corner uh, to a pretty serious injury. Uh, Lorenzo Fawate is out for a little bit, but he should be back pretty soon. Other than that, not a whole lot from a health standpoint that set you guys back. Yeah, I think, I think the uh, wear and tear of football happens. You know, guys will get banged up and really don't um, mention too much about our injuries, trying to protect our players, and, and, um, unless they're season-ending. And so right now, uh, McChesney is one of those that, that we're going to miss this year, but He'll be back next year. He's going to redshirt this year, and, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how the rest of it goes. But I, I think our guys are prepared. Like I said, we committed to the weight room, and hopefully that keeps us healthy. Being bigger and stronger ideally gets you to game one uh, with the guys you really need in the places they need to be in, right? Yeah, and, and, and our, our guys, I mean, they got stronger as we went through the season last year. And in the offseason, we, we got stronger as a team. We got faster. We tested our guys. And so uh, now we just need to play football and um, get out there and, and keep the fans entertained. You're down a good linebacker with Francis Bernard out, but fortunately you're really deep and versatile at that position right now. Yeah, and we were able to use uh, Matt Hadley. We felt comfortable with our, um, with our safety position, with Zane Anderson coming along, and so we felt like we could move Matt Hadley there and provide a little bit of competition. I mean, uh, Adam Pulsifer has done a great job at, at both the Mike and the bow position, so we feel good with him and some depth there. And, and then we have Morgan Unga that's with the flash, and we have a lot of different packages and different personnel sets that we can use in the, in the games. And we really didn't flirt around with that last year because um, Fred could run. So, I mean, Fred faster than most safeties. And so uh, we were able to use him and his speed, uh, um, you know, instead of going into a nickel and dime package. And uh, so, you know, this year we added a little bit more, but I think you can see Fred all over the field. 
Okay, 13-game schedule for BYU this time around. Opening with an FCS team this Saturday. you got six Mountain West teams on the schedule, four P5s. Lots of interesting aspects to this year's slate. Uh, how do you like the way it turned out in the end? Yeah, I mean, we'll play whoever shows up. So um, just tell, uh, tell Tom Homo, just line them all up, and then we're, we're, our, our focus isn't so much on the schedule altogether. It's just to, to get our team ready, and then, um, you know, we're not going to really worry too much about other than scouting our opponents. We're, we we want to show up and make sure that we play our best every opportunity we have. You're not going to overlook Portland State. Uh, what is the benefit, if there is one, to that uh, FCS game coming in the week zero, if you will, before a really marquee matchup that a lot of folks are anticipating in Houston in that uh, second game? Well, I think the, the most important thing is we just start the season on ESPN and uh, on national TV, and, and we get to play during the day. So no eclipse on Saturday, so it should be safe, you know. So Now, you guys did good. practice. You practiced on eclipse day, but you mm-hmm. went inside. Yeah, well, I heard all these rumors, you know, and about how it could hurt your eyeballs and stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I, it was, I never really thought about looking at the sun until we made it an, an issue. Until we told you not to. And then it was difficult not to look up, so... <laughs> I just had to walk around and keep reminding myself, don't look up. You don't have the glasses, stuff like that. And so take away the element of chance. Make sure the guys have no temptation to look up there and just put them inside for the day. Yeah, and I said I think a lot of people went up to Idaho for the whole thing, and it, it's pretty much what they thought it would be. So I hope it was worth the trip. And I'm not trying to downplay anybody that did it, but, um, yeah, that, that, that was awesome. I, I, I saw it on TV, and I saw it on, on the Internet, so it looked like it was a cool experience. It was. We hope... <laughs> We hope it's a cool experience on, on Saturday. It was a cool experience here tonight, I'll tell you that. What a great first night it is. We're taking our first break, and as we do, we want you to know that uh, you can enjoy a full hot breakfast buffet, dinner Monday through Wednesday, and a kitchen along with a large, grassy backyard along the Provo River Trail, all at the residence in Marriott in Provo. When we come back, Coach Satake scouts Portland State and tells us what he's liking about the Vikings. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake. Football with Kalani Satake. Hashtag Satake Show. Great to be with a few hundred BYU football fans here on week one. Of course, on week one, we in the college football world, we, uh, we talk about this being uh, week zero. Uh, they give you a week zero game. Remind us why they call it a week zero. Why you get a 13th game overall this year? Well, I think because we play Hawaii so that um, when you go that far away, I guess they let you have another game and so, yeah, let's do it. I mean, whenever we have another opportunity to play that like we can guarantee, uh, we'll take it. And so um, that just seems so far away from now, you know, Hawaii. It's just like you might as well talk about Christmas while you're doing that. So, <laughs> but, yeah, but we're, we're excited to be on zero week and just to play football. I mean, we, our guys reported a little earlier than normal, but um, football season's finally here. It seems so long ago even when we reported, um, but our, our guys are excited, and I know the fans are too. So the Week Zero game does mean that uh, you get to play, as you mentioned, on ESPN, kind of a higher platform because there are so few teams playing this weekend. A lot of people will be watching what uh, BYU does on Saturday. Yeah, and it's another chance for our – I mean, we have fans everywhere, so uh, for our fans to watch us and and, uh, for the people back east not to have to wait till midnight for a game, you know. So, um, I mean, I remember as a kid watching BYU in in the middle of the day at noon, and and, uh, I think it would be a good flashback and – what a great opportunity. We, we get to honor Lavelle and, and to do it in the daytime and start in his stadium. So I think it's, it's a great start to the season. 
Not the first time that uh, BYU's played in August opener. Uh, Cougs have actually played 12 August games all time, uh, going 9-3 and three overall in those 12. 7-0 and oh at home. So they never lost an August game here at home. The wins, by the way, came over uh, A&M, Arkansas State, Tulane, Syracuse, Georgia Tech, Northern Iowa, and Washington State. They're some of the more recent uh, BYU games BYU, play, uh, BYU has played in August. Now, Kalani, you played in one August game during your BYU career. Do you happen to have any recollection of what that might have been? Um, I don't know, but I, I probably didn't score a touchdown. So. <laughs> he did have one. He did have one in a BYU uniform. Uh, it was on the same date of this weekend's Portland State game. It was August 26th in the year 2000, BYU and Florida State down in Jacksonville. And that was the game in which, uh, well, a lot of things happened. In that. You remember the game, first of all? Definitely yeah, not. I remember seeing Burt Reynolds at midfield. That's my guy. Yeah, that is, you know, so. as you mentioned that, I think we have Burt Reynolds with Bobby Bowden and Lavelle Edwards <laughs> at field is. level. <laughs> Look at that. Not too often you're going to see Lavelle <laughs> and Burt Reynolds in the same conversation, but there they are. Back in the year 2000, Bobby Bowden, Lavelle Edwards, and Burt Reynolds himself. You brought it up. I remembered it. That's what we think about from that game. And, uh, yeah, back in 2000, 17 years ago. That was your one August game. Yeah. That was you want to even your August record ago. this weekend. Let you know how bad my memory is, yeah. So, no, this this uh, it's exciting to have it at home. I, I'm really excited that we start the season in Lavelle Edwards Stadium, and um, you know, just we have a lot of new faces to this to this team. But I think they'll be a lot more comfortable being at home to begin it all. All right, it is on to Portland State. Let's talk a bit about uh, the Vikings, who are an FCS opponent for BYU coming out of the Big Sky Conference. Uh, went three and eight last season. The senior quarterback that uh, just threw that pass to the. Uh, Flanker then to double pass. The quarterback was somebody BYU fans might remember. That was Alex Caressa, that quarterback for Portland State. They had a 3-8 and eight year last year, but the year before with Alex, they made it all the way to the FCS playoffs. Uh, this Portland State team, Kalani, does lose quite a bit of offense. Some tacklers back on defense. Maybe they're stronger there than the other side. Uh, now that you've looked at them then and uh, know a little bit about them now, what do you make of the Vikings? Well, their head coach is an offensive lineman, so he's an O-line coach and an offensive coordinator, so he's got He'll have those guys ready. I think they return uh, six O-linemen that have um, experience starting in games. And so uh, I think they're going to lean heavily in the trenches. And so uh, we have some new, some new guys uh, that, that don't have a lot of experience at that position. And uh, it's going to be a good battle to begin with, and we'll see what happens throughout the game. But I, I anticipate that they'll be ready. I mean, a couple of years ago they went into Pullman and beat Washington State. So nobody's taking this team lightly. We're going we're gonna to show up and play the best we can, and, and see what happens at the end. They start a true freshman quarterback. When you hear that, does that prompt you to, and Coach E to maybe dial a few more things up, or how do you approach that part of it? I, I mean, I think it's just mostly f- focusing on his, his skill set. There's not a lot of college uh, film on him, so we look at his high school stuff and see what his strengths are. And um, you know, he's, he's got, He can run the ball really well, and they, they do that uh, pistol type of offense, and they, they like to do a power run game and spread it out. And so... Um, We'll see. I mean, I think, I think Fred and them will have an answer, but we'll have to wait until Saturday. Now, BYU's never lost to an FCS team. Uh, as we, as we, you know, the Vikings are 4-34 and all-time against FBS teams. When you weigh those two things together, what, what do you want your guys' mindset to be in this kind of game that they're expected to kind of take care of here? Well, just start fast, be relentless throughout, and play it all 60 minutes, you know, and, just, and don't take a second for granted. I mean, that's, that's, that's the hope, you know, and, and, and our guys have worked – like I said, they worked hard all year for these 60 minutes this weekend. And then, and then after that, you'd never get it back. And so um, just make every second count. That's what we're going, going to try to do. And 
not really worry about the scoreboard. Okay, coming up in our next segment, senior captain Fred Warner will be joining us. Uh, Kalani, you got him for only two years, but by the time he's done, he'll have had four great years. There he is, looking pretty. He's getting all made up there. Oh, he might, he might, have to, he might be here in about 30 minutes then. <laughs> What's it been like to coach this guy? <laughs> oh, he's awesome. I, 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 uh, I love being around him. He loves football. Um, he's just a great leader for us. He's really young, but he's got tons of experience. He played as true freshman and... Uh, it's just nice seeing him just come into his own and be a leader of this team and voted captain. And uh, I think I think his time's uh, you know to, to shine is now. And I know he's been anticipating this season. He got bigger and stronger. And so um, Fred had a good year last year, but I, th- I think this year could be even better for him. All right, Fred Warner is coming up next. And as we go to break on our debut edition of BYU Football with Kalani Satake, we at Ken Garf Nissan of Orem are improving things for our customers. To see how, come visit our showroom located on University Parkway. Ken Garf, we here too. After the break, he's joining us live in Studio C, senior linebacker and team captain Fred Warner, visiting with the coach and me, taking your questions. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake. BYU blitzes, ripping boots, settles in the pocket, fires up, throws incomplete, intercepted. Fred Warner at the far sideline, picks it off and tiptoes the sideline into Boise State territory. The 40, the 30, stays on his feet, flag flies. Still on his feet, still running through tackles inside the 10, inside the 5, dives for the end zone. Is he in for a touchdown? The signal is touchdown, Fred Warner. Welcome back inside Studio C. We are just days away from BYU season opener against Portland State, the final season opener for our next guest. He's a senior captain and BYU's tackling leader from last season, a son of SoCal by way of San Marcos, California. Let's welcome in number four, Fred Warner. What's up, everybody? Good to have you. Yes, the man. I noticed the makeup. That's nice. Uh, yeah. where, where, where are we supposed to? Here, 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 here. No, no, no. That's yours. No, no, no. Yours, coach. I warmed it up for you. Oh. I am so sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Who's running the show? It's just like Studio C. I'm telling you. That's our comedy for the night. Just so you know. All right. Fred, good to have you with us. Hey, so I said it a here. moment ago, it, it, yeah, it's your final season opener coming up. Can you believe you're a senior already? I, I can't believe it at all, man. It, it feels like uh, just yesterday I was talking to Trey and Di earlier. We came in together and we were talking about how we, our first game was against UConn. Um, we were freshmen. It's crazy now to think that it's going to be my last home opener, like you said. But it's, it's going to be a fun one. You know, I'm already excited. You already got the jitters going. Uh, make, looking to make a lot of plays. Well, we knew we wanted to kick off the season with you here uh, in Studio C with you. Uh, what do you think of, of the new setup? You've been on the old show. You're on the new show now. What yeah. do you think? Hey, this, this is nice right here. You got all the fans. All the fans here. Everybody looks great. You know. No, it's good. I knew, I knew there was going to be a lot of fans, but this, this is great. This, yeah, I, I know you're not surprised about BYU fans showing out because that's right. what they do. That's what they do. You're right. Hey, these are the best fans in the world. I'll say it all the time. Besson right here. Now, you mentioned UConn 2014, and that's one I remember immediately about mm-hmm. the fact that how many BYU fans were out in Connecticut right. to open the season. You remember that? I do. I do remember that, man. And that was the first time I got that, that taste of what BYU fans are all about. Um, anytime we travel, it's crazy um, just how, how many fans show up, and it's almost like a home game every, every time we go away. 
Um, so, I, you know, I love these fans. Try and get back whenever I can because I know they're always going to show me love. So it's great. Now, you know what it's about. You're a senior. When someone comes on, say, a visit, a young kid that's uh, thinking about coming to BYU, is that something that comes up when you say, listen, when you go with us around the country, you're going to be among friends everywhere you go? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a million things I could talk about with a, with a recruit who wants to come here and what's, what's great about this, this university, um, you know, the brotherhood and obviously the fan base um, and the education, the football. You know, we, we play the best teams in the country uh, every year, and that's what's great about being independent. But, you know, this fan base holds us together. Kalani, is that, does that part still affect you and still hit you when we, when we hit the road? Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and our players appreciate the fan base, and, and, and uh, they, they want to find ways to connect with them. And we, we've done so many fan fests, and just amazed how many people show up uh, to the fan fest and get to, get to meet our players. And if you left it up to them, they would just hang out with the fans all day long. And, and um you know, maybe some of them, our great tutors could help us out in the class. But, um, <laughs> but I, I've never seen a, a, a team and, and a group of players that are so committed and dedicated to trying to win for the fans. I mean, that's, that's one of the things that they're, they're committed to is just uh, entertaining the fans and making them happy, and they want to win for them. Now, Fred Warner is one of your captains. Um, before we get to Fred talking about the role of captain, why do you think that he was voted the way he was to be one of your leaders this year? Well, all you have to do is watch Fred. Um, makeup aside, all you have to do is watch him and, uh, and see how he, he just carries on in the day, whether it's academics or in the weight room or conditioning or on the field or studying for an opponent you know, or uh, volunteering and doing service work. I mean, this, this guy is exactly what you want when it comes to being a football player and, and being part of this team. So. I think there's, uh, there's some that lead by example, and he's a, he's a perfect part of that. And, and uh, you watch him, he just, he's humble, you know, and, and he's, he's, got, he's accomplished so much, but he's one of the most humble guys I know, and uh, he works harder than a lot of people. I mean, he's, he's, he works hard all the time. That's how come he gained some weight and got some muscles <laughs> hey, now? Hey. He can't catch up to Tijon with those arms, but no, he's yeah, getting there. No, I'm not getting there. But uh, um, it's been a joy to coach him, and it's just an honor for me to be his coach, and uh, just, I love watching this guy just interact with people, and I love seeing him on the field. Fred, what does it mean to you to have the honor of being one of his captains? Hey, that's, he said way too much, man. I, I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. And, you know, I feel like being here all four years, I've just kind of, it's just something that some people have, and I feel like I, I have that, you know, that just natural leadership to want to, like, help people and help my teammates and to just lift people up. You know, I'm, I'm the guy out there who I'm, I'm getting just as excited if, if somebody else is making a play just as, as if I am. And so um, just, just doing things the right way, that's what I feel like is important. And I see, I, obviously my teammates have seen what, I, what I've done and, and how I conduct myself, and that's why they've chosen me. Fred Warner, a leader of the linebacker group. And I want to talk a bit about the linebackers because uh, people know you. They know your fellow captain, Butch Pau'u. Right. But there are other guys that I, know you, that I know you want to shout out in that linebacker room. Right, yeah. I mean, our, we, take, we take very, you know, a lot of pride in, in being like, you know, the heart of the defense, heart of the team. Uh, like you said, Butch Powell, we have two captains in the linebacker room, so there's a lot of leadership in that room. Uh, we could just move Matt Hadley over to linebacker. He's been doing an awesome job. I feel like that's kind of his natural position. You so know, linebacker yeah. mentality there? Linebacker mentality. Like his brother? Yeah, just like his brother. Like I was about to say, you know, Spence, I'm sure he, he already called up his brother and asked him what to, you know, some tips on what to do. Um, but I feel like that's just his natural position. He, he looks good. Uh, we got Adam Pulsifer. We got Isaiah Kafusi, We got Morgan Unga. We got – I can go on and on. I don't want to miss guys, but – 
um, you know, we have we have a very good room, and I'm, I'm confident in our ability and what we can do on the field. Now, last year's BYU defense was one of the most impactful, really, in the country. A lot of good numbers. I'll throw a few stats out there. Uh, top 15 scoring defense, top 10 rush yards per game allowed, top 15 yards per carry allowed, top 10 defensive red zone scoring. Only three teams scored more than 21 against you. And that's a big number for you guys, right? Keep teams 21 or under? Right. And that was what you guys did 10 times last year. Yeah, we had, we had a fantastic season last year, you know, especially under first, first year head coach, first year, you know, uh, defense coordinator. Um, but we had, a lot of, we had a lot of guys. You know, we had Kai Naku, we had Harvey Longy, you know, myself. We had our, all our D linemen, Logan Tyler, all those guys. And, you know, it's just when you have a bunch of playmakers on the field, we all just kind of work together to make plays and, and do the things that, that you just said. And um, this year we're looking to build on top of that, um, compete at a high level. Coach uh, Sataka, you gave Fred a new position coach this season. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think Steve Kofusi's done a great job with the linebackers and um, – with his defensive line background, our linebackers know exactly what's going on up front. And, and those are the guys that eat up a lot of space and keep these guys free. And so uh, when things break down in the defense, they, they know exactly where to go and, and how to fix the problem. And uh, I've been really impressed with the way uh, Coach Kafusi handles the room. And uh, he, he lets the guys lead, but at the same time, he, he governs, it, governs it really well and, and uh, allows them to, to – he coaches them well, but he wants, wants them to make plays. And so – uh, I think it's a perfect fit, and having Ituyaki D-line is a perfect fit there, too. And so uh, that, was a, that was a new adjustment, but not anything too brand new when you're dealing with the front seven, and especially when you have such great leaders. I mean, Fred mentioned that we have two captains that are in that room. So um, uh, I think he's got a, a room full of guys that can really help and, and a lot of good assistant coaches in that room. Quick thought about working with Coach Kofusi. Yeah, he mentioned it. Uh, Coach Kofusi working with the D-line for, for so long, that kind of incorporated that into what we do. Uh, working up in the front, using our hands, uh, just different fundamentals and techniques. He, he's brought it from the D-line to us, and, you know, it's helped a lot. I've seen it in camp and just my own play. All right, we've got more with Fred straight ahead. When we come back, we'll go live to our live audience and social media as Twitter fans share the floor with number four. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake. BYU Football with Kalani Satake is presented by Ken Garf Honda of Orem, a proud supporter of BYU and the Cougar community. We hear Cougs. All right, taking a look at some of our Cougars in the NFL. We see Taysom Hill electrifying touchdown run for the Packers on the weekend. His teammate, yeah, his teammate, Jamal Williams. Jamal got a start on the weekend. Kainakua played well on Monday night. Harvey Longy solidifying himself there with the Patriots. So those BYU players doing well in the NFL. Boy, our guys are doing some great things. And I know that uh, Kalani and Fred, you're both really focused on the task at hand right now. But uh, you coached those guys. You played with those guys. How cool is it to see our guys in the preseason right now doing their best to get on rosters and make spots, make teams, and play well? It's awesome, man. You know, and you, you said we're busy, but this is something that, that we all look forward to watching. I know my teammates, we all look forward to watching these guys play on, on Sundays and playing in these preseason games. We all go home and try and watch them. I, I watched Kai last night. I saw his pass break up, and I was excited for him, you know. And it's great uh, when your guys get to go to the next level and they're, and they're successful and uh, make these teams and, and contribute. Um, and I'm hoping to do the same, and hopefully my teammates will be uh, excited for me. So Kalani Fred says he's hoping to do the same. He's got the tools, doesn't he? Definitely, and, and um, he's got the mindset. He's got all of it, so I uh, uh, look forward to him doing that next year too, but uh, we've got some games to play and some games to win first. So <laughs> just, look, 
You keep him focused on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got you. He's right. He's right. Lonnie, how much do you keep an eye on those guys that are in the NFL right now? Oh, yeah, I'm recording and trying to watch all their games and trying to see uh, every snap of them in there. And um, whether it's uh, the Patriots, I mean, or, or the Green Bay Packers, it's easy because a lot of them are at Green Bay. So uh, it's, it's been fun. I, I mean, and then you see on social media, you see things with, with Jamal dancing. Yeah. It's nice to see him dancing in the, in, you know, in the Green Bay uniform. And so just yeah. they're having a lot of fun and seeing what Taysom did uh, over the weekend. You know, that was awesome. And so... Um, I became a 49er fan because of all the BYU players that played for the San Francisco 49ers. And so I remember watching Vaisikahema play, and I, all I cared about is whether so the team would punt or kick off to him. So they either go three and out and punt or score and kick off so I could see Vaisikahema on the field. So yeah. I think a lot of BYU fans are kind of with me. And uh, if, if NFL teams want more of a following, they should, they should draft more of our guys. <laughs> Now, y'all know. Now, Fred, Fred Warner is a Fred Warner Jr., uh, but he is the senior of, of two Warner brothers because you got uh, you got little brother Troy playing with you. Now, we could talk about Fred and, and not talk about Troy, but we're going to talk about Troy. Uh, and I know that you're proud of you. You're proud of your little brother. I know you love playing with him, right? Yeah, man. Hey, me and Troy, it's a unique, uh, it's a unique uh, relationship that we have. You know, we live together. We play football together. We go to school together. We we, get, we see so much of each other that sometimes we get a little sick of each other, but at the same time, we're always cool at the end of the day. It's crazy. So, uh, you know, he, he looks good this season. I'm excited for what he's going to do. Now, football is a Warner family affair. Uh, Fred Warner Sr., mm-hmm. Pops, yeah. uh, might have a career as a, as a color commentator uh, down the line somewhere. <laughs> Let's roll a little bit of tape we have of your dad watching, watching the boys here. You just can't make this stuff up. You can't. <laughs> here you go. Here you go right here. Yeah, here you go right here. Here it goes. Ballers. I'm sorry, I'm just a proud dad. The ballers. Dad said the ballers. The playmakers. I've always said it when they were freaking playing flag football. Oh, yeah. Ask them. Ballers, baby. <laughs> oh, man, I'm dead. <laughs> uh, am I supposed to respond to that? <laughs> hey, listen, man, he, he's he's very emotional person. He, he, obviously, he's, he's, he's proud of his boys, you know, and that, that shows in that video. But, well, I don't want to leave out mom, though. You know, my, my mom, she... She does that same exact thing in the stands. You know, she goes to every. She's gonna be at every game this year, except for Mississippi State. But she's too shy to be doing videos like that. She can't. She can't do none of that. But uh, you know, both my parents obviously are there for for their kids, and they're excited for both of us. I think your Twitter followers saw that video when you posted it on Father's Day, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His followers hasn't really gone up that much. So <laughs> I had to give him a little retweet so they could see it, but. All right, let's turn Fred over to Cougar Nation for a little bit. Let's have some Q&A, and we're going to start right here in the studio. We have Brandon Wright at the mic with a question for Fred. Brandon. Fred, there's so many uh, exciting games against historic teams this year, Mm -hmm. so I'm interested in hearing uh, which game or which teams or teams are you most interested or excited to play. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Kalani just uh, just nudged my leg. I I don't know what that's supposed to mean. but means say Portland State. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I guess he wants me to say Portland State, but 
Like you said, we, we play a lot of great teams this year. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing, obviously, LSU, our second game. You know, what, who we have third? <laughs> oh, we have somebody third. Uh, and then all these other teams. Anyway, you know, I'm looking, forward, I'm looking forward to all our games, man. It's going to be an exciting year, especially with my teammates. We're, we're fired up for it. Brandon, thank you for the question. Appreciate it. Good stuff. Uh, To Twitter now uh, for Fred. This is from at Ryben3. And he asks, so what current NFL player do you model your game or technique after? Oh, Um, I'm not sure if I I model my game after a specific player. I know I I watch a lot of players film and tape, and I I just enjoy watching these guys. You know, Anthony Barr, uh, who plays for the Vikings. Quan Alexander, who plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Ryan Shazier, Steelers. I really like him. So, you know, I try and take little bits and pieces from everybody's game and, and uh, incorporate it in my own, you know, just playing fast. That's what all three of those guys do. Kalani, whether it's somebody you've coached or somebody you've seen play, does Fred uh, ring any bells to you when, he, when he's out there? Well, he, he's his own animal. I, I think that uh, I, I haven't seen a guy that, that's this big that can play that fast. So, uh, he, I mean, he's fast enough to play safety at the next level. So that's where a lot of people are looking at his speed and they, and. He does a lot of the stuff that, that doesn't get a lot of attention because he's covering quite a bit. And we asked him to do that a lot last year, and, and then he still found ways to make plays. But he's, he's, uh, his speed and his, um, his instincts are something that you can't really coach, and so I can't take credit for that. But I think that's just natural to him. You know? And you look at his brother, came in as a true freshman and started. I mean, it's natural to their family, so it's probably genetics. And they probably should have had 20 kids, 20 boys. <laughs> I'd have taken them all. But uh, he's just he's a natural the, at the, the game, and um, he's fun to watch even when he's not around the ball. But I think last year we asked him to sacrifice a lot by covering slot receivers. But he's fast enough to cover a slot receiver, and he's physical enough to be in the, in the box with the old lineman. So uh, that should translate really well to the next level. All right, questions for players and coaches. It's hashtag Satake Show, and we are going to cut you loose, Fred. Man, thanks for coming in and kicking us off right. Appreciate it. Hey, it was fun. Fun being here. All right, that's Fred Warner. At Ken Garponda of Orem, we have a brand-new dealership. Come on, see our new showroom floor located on University Parkway. Ken Garponda of Orem, we here, too. After the break, your questions for the Cougars head coach from the audience and Twitter. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake. BYU Radio. Panel looks that way, then right. It steps up and shoots a gap. Runs it to the end zone, and it is deflected, bounced in the air, and it is ultimately caught. The Cougars have it. A touchdown. Back in the end zone. The Tanner Baldery. It was kicked around and finally popped out by the Cougars. That's the exciting play of the game presented by Nissan, a proud partner of the BYU Cougars. Nissan, innovation that excites. We are back on our season debut of BYU football with Kalani Satake here in Studio C. Request seats for our show Mondays at 1 Eastern time at BYUcougars.com slash Satake Show. Our Nissan exciting play of the game comes from uh, the last game BYU played. It was the Poinsettia Bowl against Wyoming. It was Mangum to Baldery and Kalani just like it was drawn up. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, well, the worst part about it is that Tanner actually showed like he was putting touch on it. Like that was going to, like it was all part of the plan, but um, he needs to make better decisions. And, and if he doesn't, then at least he's living right and we, it works out well. So. Yeah. yeah. 
And that was, uh, that was Tanner's one start of last season. He had to keep himself ready to play, and then he got that chance in uh, Game 13. Yeah, he, he's had some bad luck because that game was a downpour, right? The, the weather was bad, so he really couldn't show off his throwing ability. And then in the spring, when we had our spring game practice, uh, it was a, another, um, you know, rainy football game. So I think the weather this Saturday is good, so that's a good sign. Yeah, it shouldn't be anything other than sunshine at Lavelle yeah. Stadium. Well, one of the best parts of our weekly show uh, with Coach Satake is when we get let, to let you ask the coach the questions. We've got live audience and Twitter questions ready to roll. And we'll start this week's uh, Q&A by going right here to the studio. We have Andre Hutchins at the mic. Andre, you're on with Kalani. Coach, so having a 13th game on BYU's schedule seems to be in the best interest for the team this year. So will there be a concerted effort to continue to schedule Hawaii? <laughs> that's like a that's a Tom Homo question, right? <laughs> so, um, I, hey, I'm 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 down to play Hawaii and anyone who else wants to play. So, uh, if we can get 13 games every year, I do it. So, I, I mean, that means having Hawaii on the schedule, and then let's get them on the schedule. But um, Tom's done a great job at, at getting our schedule ready, and uh, we we talk quite a bit. And I think that uh, you know when he's asked me about certain people that that we want to, that. Uh, I think would make a lot of people nervous. I've I've never uh, answered in the negative. I always said, let's go. So uh, the best ones want to play, Lynn. Let's, uh, I think we want to be part of playing the best ones every year, and, and that's going to happen. I think the schedule gets it keeps improving. And, um, yeah, if we can play 15 games, I'd love to do that too. Andre, thank you for the question. Appreciate it. To Twitter we go. Uh, this is from at Spencer Flake 1. Coach, who's your fall camp MVP? Oh, um, well, I would, I would have to probably go to uh, Nuu Tafisi, our strength coach, mm-hmm. because he did a great job. I mean, we, we, we practiced, and, but we, we lifted every day, and our guys were... Now, is that normal for most teams? No. Throughout? I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. We, 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 in a week, we would lift uh, six times, right, From Monday all the way through Saturday. And then, um, and then most teams usually would lift twice in that same, same amount of time. And so we did that every week, and, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, even the, even the day that we had off and we went and floated down the river with the team, uh, we had a great lift that morning. And so that's, um, that's going to be our deal. And, and uh, we're, our team, has got, they get stronger and they feel more confident, and, and uh, I'm hoping that it show up on, on the football field. It did last year, and it should show up this year. And everybody lifts, every position group. No one gets off of this thing, right? Yeah, everybody lifts. If, I mean, that's... I mean, even coaches are starting to lift. You can't see it now, but I've been working out quite a bit. <laughs> Who moves the most weight amongst the coaches? And we can't count Coach Tafisi or Coach Middleton. Well, you know, surprisingly, Coach Lamb and Coach Tuyaki are really strong. And so um, if there's food involved, I'll compete. But not, then, uh, not really. But, the, yeah, I, I mean, I think, I think in order for us to understand what our players go through, our coaches are committed to trying to work out. Obviously, we're doing different weight, but... Um, uh, it's just nice. It's a good way to connect with our guys. Okay, next from Twitter, uh, John Evans asks, uh, what, if anything, are you most concerned about coming out of camp and into the season? What am I concerned about? If anything. Uh, that the game wasn't now. That's, <laughs> that we have to wait until Saturday. I mean, I, uh, I think that we are so excited and just trying to keep our guys um, from, I mean, they just want to go. They want to go crazy. I think when that, when that, that kickoff happens, it's, uh, our guys are going to let loose and, they, they're just chomping at the bit, and they're, they're so excited. And every day that goes by, it's another day that we're getting closer to the game, and our guys are really excited about it. All right. Next up, we go back in studio. Brenton Farrell is at the mic. Brenton, go ahead. Hey, Coach. 
Um, so do you expect to get fewer or more penalties for yelling at the refs this year than you did last year? Oh, Brenton, <laughs> what a bad question. <laughs> no, um, uh, I, I, I don't want the game to be about me, so I'm not going to get any penalties, I hope. Uh, if, if, um, but if there's a penalty that I'm, I hope to get, it's a celebration one. I think that the, if I can get that, that would be off the bucket list for me. So, <laughs> No, but I'll, I'll try to show more control. So, Great question, Brenton. All right. <laughs> Looking for an even more convenient way to shop at Smith's? Try Smith's Click List. Order online. Pick up curbside at the store. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com slash clicklist for details. More Kalani Q&A coming up after the break. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake. BYU Football with Kalani Satake is presented by Ken Garf Volkswagen of Orem, a proud supporter of BYU and the Cougar community. We hear Cougs. All right, it is our final Q&A segment with Coach Satake. We're going to go right back to the mic right here in the studio. Steve Kelly is at the mic for Kalani. Hey, Coach, is this working? You got it. <laughs> All right. Um, I was actually wondering if you could give me a birthday present and sign my uh, helmet from the BYU 50. Of course. Come yeah. on up. This is the best question of the night. No, but the, um, what do you want to sign it? Once uh, I sign, oh, you have Tanner's. I've got Tanner's right there. Once I, I, I sign it, it, it it's worth nothing. You know that? Actually, so. <laughs> I take it back. You are really going to take it back. Thank you very much. All right, thanks, Coach. All right, thank you. It just never hurts to ask. All right. Uh, Tyler Slaughter gets our final in-studio question. Tyler, take it away. Hey there, Coach. Um, I'm probably going to get in a little bit of trouble for this, but uh, um, me and my wife, we want you to settle a debate for us. Okay. Um, The weekend of the BYU-Utah game, she has a family reunion. And so should I go to the game or to the family reunion? Well, how can the game not be part of the family reunion? I mean, I'm, I'm, the not, only I'm, one not, in the I'm not a counselor or anything, but um, <laughs> that's another show. We, we could actually do that. That'd be yeah. fun. <laughs> How to, I'll just tell you this. Someone told me a long time ago, if you want to be happy, just do what your wife says. And so it's worked out. So it's worked out for me. So just do whatever she says <laughs> and hope to see you at the game. Right. All right. <laughs> We're back to wrap up our season debut of BYU football with Kalani Satake. Stay with us. It's our first BYU football game day of the season, and we've got you covered on BYU TV, BYU Radio, and the BYU Sports Network. Cougar Countdown Show, two hours before kick on Saturday. Countdown to kickoff on BYU TV, an hour before kick. Then you got the game, and stick with us on TV and radio all over the network for post-game coverage well into the afternoon and the evening. Welcome back. What a great first-week crowd we've had here for BYU football with Kalani Sitake.
Just a, a great response. Uh, those that uh, filled out seat requests came in the building asking us questions on Twitter. Speaking of which, one more for Kalani before we take off. Uh, Parker D, 2701 on Twitter. Coach Satake, how has Tanner's performance improved or changed throughout this offseason by what you've seen? Oh, he's, he's, he's done a great job, uh, especially comparing to last year. Uh, I think he's understanding the offense, and he knows exactly where everyone's placed. I mean, last year we were kind of just going as fast as we could, trying to get ready for the season. And um, him being a, a, on the headphones with Ty during the season, he, he knows exactly. He and Ty are on the same page, and it's been fun to watch uh, um, during camp. And um, it should, should work out well. I mean, if, if he can get some of that Ty Detmer magic going, and uh, I, think, I think it'll work out really well. But he had, he had, he's done a great camp, and... His, co- his coach has done a great job. Ty, Ty's been really impressive with, with Tanner. So, um, yeah, we expect him to do well. Ty's one of the few uh, BYU quarterbacks all time who have actually had more passing yards than Tanner's had heading into his junior season. And now he is that uh, junior quarterback at BYU. Well, you're five days away from your and our first chance to watch your guys play. What do you really want to get done out of game one here against Portland State at Lavelle Edwards Stadium? Let's just play the game. Let's, let's get going and... Um, uh, I think I mentioned before, just taking every second and and uh, maximizing every our effort and every every minute and every second of that game and uh, giving the fans something to cheer about. I, uh, I'm not really worried about um, the 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 way our our team's working right now. I feel really confident with how everything's going well. Uh, we're a cohesive unit, and so I think we just got to go through the motion, go through the the the, the game, and, and go through the motions of the game, the pregame, and all that, and. It couldn't get here fast enough, but uh, I'm excited for our guys to roll. And uh, as a head coach, I'm just going to stay out of the way and let them go. And nothing better than a football Saturday afternoon at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. We look forward to this weekend. Man, thanks for uh, getting us off to a wonderful start to the season here in our new look show here at Studio C. It's been a lot of fun. Fans made it work. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate it. All right, we'll do it again next week. Fans, we'd love to see you here in studio for next week's show. To request seats, go to BYUCougars.com slash Satake Show at 1 o'clock Eastern next Monday to reserve a spot in next Tuesday's audience. We'll talk to you next Tuesday, 8 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Mountain. For the coach, Kalani Satake, my name is Greg Rubel, and this has been our season debut edition of BYU Football with Kalani Satake, live from Studio C. Great job.